We're too busy talking. Have you been looking for a podcast to help you transform your physical and mental? One that'll shoot you straight between the eyes with truth and no BS, helping you have the right mindset to accomplish things, the iron will and fortitude to follow through with what you say you're going to do. No excuses. Mark owns martial arts schools, and after 30 years, he has some real insight for real talk, real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, live from the Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox. There we are. Good morning. Good we're sorry, everybody. I see we're we're already getting people asking if we're live. You got to apologize. We had to have coffee time before our show, so we were sitting chit chatting a while for uh, before we went live. And I'm looking at the time, going, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm that late." Jeez, Louise. It's all good. It's so, all good. All, everybody that's out there watching, that's my fault. I apologize. I got to, we got to talking about stuff Life. we probably won't talk about on air. Yes. So, <laughs> so having a little bit of coffee time with Ivy. Looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. She, You guys know her as the, she goes around and on her lives as she's getting ready for triathlons and and crazy stuff that she's uh, going to be doing. So I want, with that being said, let me take it away, Ivy. I'm going to have you introduce yourself and what you're doing with life. And we're going to get right into this interview because I'm looking forward to asking you some good questions. Awesome. Take awesome. it away. Mark, thank you so much. This is fun. I'm wearing a t-shirt and this is on purpose because yesterday I finished my second triathlon. So yesterday was my second. So I'm excited about that. And I'm, I got bit by the bug. That's it. I'm ready to train for the next one. Um, but I am a mom. My daughter is 10. So I started my journey late in life. I had her when I was 43. Um, there's so many nuances to Ivy Perez, but you know, I've, I've run a couple of marathons, uh, halves, and I've always wanted to do a triathlon. The seed for doing a triathlon was placed in my noggin when I was like 20 years old. And, uh, but I didn't think it was for me. I thought it was for other people. Um, you had to be kind of like in a higher echelon of whatever. And I was like, and then, but the drinking, I had uh, an issue with drinking. Drinking for me was, it started as fun, but didn't realize that because of my drinking, it, it stemmed from just stuff, you know, that I went through when I was a kid. And so it was a masking. So I went through a lot of my life just masking. And, and then, you know, fast forward about five years ago, June 1st of 2018 was when I decided no mas. I'm not doing it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I mean, I said no a thousand times, but it was through my, um, I went through a life coaching process and that was more of the peeling the layers of, you know, who we are, not just as human beings, but as spiritual beings. And a lot of it I knew, but it uncovered so much for me. And I went into it just to become a life coach, just to share and impart and help others grow. But what I got out of it, my tangible a couple of months later was just saying no. And I was shocked. It still surprises me sometimes that you know, from that moment, and there's just, we all make decisions every day, but 
there's there's a difference between a decision and then this committed decision where every cell in your body stands at attention. It's like, oh, okay, this is it. We're done. We're doing this. And and from that day moving forward, I never once thought about it, got triggered by it, have a taste for it. Um, don't think about it. It's just like poof, gone. And it still to this day surprises me, but it was because of my training in uh, life coaching. And then, and then it was kind of like, now, who am I? Who am I without alcohol? Who am I? Just who's Ivy? And it was a process that to me, I've always said it. That was like level one, stage one of, you know, my growth. And I'm still growing. <laughs> I think I'll still be growing 60, 70, 80 years old, but uh, just like, you know, who, who am I? And then that came to a point where the triathlon came into my head again. I was like, huh? And then I started looking at races online and for a couple of years and I would look and I would see one an hour away, two hours away, three hours away. And I would always say the same thing like, Oh, that would be so cool. But I can't, that's too far. I'm not going to, that's too far. And then one day I saw it again and it was 15 minutes from me. And I remember looking at that email. I look up and I go, are you kidding me? Like I can't use distance as an excuse anymore. So I said, okay, uh, I guess I'm going to register. And I didn't own a bike. I didn't know how to swim, but I knew it was something I always wanted to do. And part of my training too was, and we all know this in this space, you always have to put the how on hold. How is this going to happen? How am I going to achieve it? I have no idea. We have to step forward in faith and just take one step, just do one thing. So one thing I could do in the three legs was to run. And so I started doing that. And then eventually I got in the pool and then eventually I bought a bike and all these things. And so, and, and yesterday was triathlon number two. Well, I think that, so I know, I, I know from being a coach myself, right. And watching a, addictive personalities will take what they are addicted to bad and, and refer to once they, once they get out of it. Right. So if you, if alcohol was kind of your go-to, you'll take that same kind of mindset and put it over here that that's in, in a healthier mindset. So that doesn't surprise me at all. I see this is how, you, you know, everybody's setback has become a, a, a somebody's comeback, right? So when you see somebody set back, what is the comeback that's coming? You know, I just, you know, my, you know, I have a, uh, my student, I don't know you guys watched online that she was hit by a drunk driver here this week ago. Right. I did see that. And she's like, she's for more purposes, my daughter, more than my student, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it was like having my own family hit and I lost a, I lost, um, a black belt in 1994 to a drunk driver. Uh, on his way to the school, hit head on. So it brought a lot of flashbacks for me. And then mm -hmm. the, she was even closer to me than than Carlos was. And so it was it was it was rough. But her mindset, I gotta tell you, man, based on how you know she's a competitor, she's a she's a winner, and she has that same thing in the hospital. You know, she was out of there in three days, you know, with a with a rod in her leg, broke her femur, and up and trying to make you know make make life again. So I say that all to say this is that knowing that you can go do your triathlons like you do because you have maybe had an alcohol problem at, the, at this is not surprising when you have a mindset to, to be a winner. And then you, you and then you em, embrace that. That's probably why you're a good coach as it is, because you embrace that and say, if I was here, you can do this, right? 
but aren't we, isn't that, isn't it? Everybody has these type of stories, but does everybody have the comeback story? That's the thing. True. And that's where, you know, that's so, you know, hats off to you on, on, on doing that. So let's, well, let's talk about the triathlon. Uh, let's talk about where that same mindset, what happens during the race. Okay. So, uh, you know, I've been in, in situation, I didn't do triathlons, you know, running all that. I, you know, when I had a knee replacement, I couldn't run anymore. Now I do miss going on little runs. That's one thing I really do miss is being able to run a little bit, but that's why I learned how to fight. So I don't have to run. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it helps. It helps. <laughs> um, but so let's talk about your mindset. Was there, was there times that you're like, Hey man, and you had to talk yourself into the next, um, listen, I feel like I want to quit this mile, but let's not quit this mile. Let's talk about the next mile. And so tell me about that. Tell me about some time. mindset going through it. All the time, all the time. Oh, hey, Ophelia. Uh, you know, even when I was training for marathons and I'm out there running and things, and, you know, I get to eight miles, 10 miles. And I'm like, why, why am I doing this? Like, really, why? <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's kind of, and then once you're done, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I did it. Um, the mindset is, is just kind of like, you. I don't know if it, it comes from just all the adversity and we all have adversity. And I think it's almost like a training ground. You know, all the stuff that I've been through is kind of like, you know, teaching me and it has taught me that, you know, we get through stuff and then we move on and things are okay and we deal with it and we just keep on taking one step forward and, and just even with people and all these things, it's like, I know, I know it's, it's hard when people go through stuff and they hold on to it and they can't let go of it and they can't move forward because they have this anger and all these things. And for me personally, I remember a psychologist friend of mine told me, and this, this was something that I was going through when I was dating someone in my thirties, I was so angry, so angry at him. And I felt it every day. I was like, so constricted. And then one day out of the blue, I just let go. And I was like, you know what? I forgive you. I, I forgive you. I forgive you for being young. I forgive you for just being, and I said all the expletives, you know, I just, I forgive you. <laughs> and not to him. It was just more, I had to do it for me. Cause I felt the, cause I couldn't eat. I couldn't drink. I couldn't focus on all these things. And we all do it. And whatever the case may be a betrayal of any sort, uh, money, family, all these things. And when we realize when we get through it, it's like, we get through it. You know, it's, it's life. We have to go through these challenges because when we go through these challenges is when we, we find that sense of ourselves. Okay. Who was I during that time? You know, how did I handle it? Okay. I didn't handle it too cool. I was, you know, angrier than I should be, or, you know, pissed off at, you know, someone or something way too long that I should have been, I could have done X when I held on to Y. And I think, you know, as a child, I just kind of saw that even I observed people, I observed family. And it just made me realize, one, we all go through stuff. People are people, you can't change anybody, they're going to do say whatever that they're going to do or say, you only have control of yourself. So just keep on moving forward. I mean, and we have to deal with the thing. So I think it's like all that adversity and then moving into like just sport, like I enjoy challenging myself. And just, 
I just want to be better. And I think a part of it is just, who am I? Who am I? Like, and I have to keep on pushing myself. Now there's different areas I could push myself. I find this area to be a little easier for me. It's not fun all the time. I mean, like I said, I'm out there sometimes and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, this is hard or whatever. Like with the triathlon, swimming is not my thing. And I've talked about it. I don't like the water. I don't like getting wet, open water. It just like, I don't like it. People are like, then why are you doing a triathlon? I'm like, well, why don't you do a duathlon? I go, well, because triathlon has a better allure. It's just kind of like try. I don't want to do it. Do it. That's just me. Like my first running race was a marathon. I could have done a 5K, but why do a 5K when I could? That's just my mindset. Granted, an Ironman is what I would love to do. But at 53, I'm like, all right, you know. Well, I don't want to hurt myself. You know, I got to be smart about these things. But yeah, it's just you keep moving. You know, you're going to get through it. And you just but you have to. There's a process and you have to train. You have to do the little things besides the physical training. There's the mental training. You know, you're going to get through it. But, you know, like Brian Tracy says, the six P's, you know, prior proper planning prevents poor performance. You have to plan. You have to prepare for what's ahead of you. So that when you're in it, even though it'll be tough and not easy, you can get through it. And because you've practiced, it's like, oh, okay, I've, I've done this, you know, already. And now I, you know, just move forward. So yeah, it's just, um, you got to prepare, you got to prepare and practice. And it's a mental game. It's more mental. It's more mental. Something, we say that all the time, right? Everything's more mental as we do it. I, I tell everybody that too. I said, you know, getting... The, the physical part is is one thing. It's when your your brain's going to tell you, hey, you, you, hey, slow down. Hey, you, you know, hey, this and and, and this and yeah. and we uh, I say it all the time, right? We've got the uh, this little uh, this this boss voice and this bitch Thanks. voice, and uh, <laughs> they're and 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 they're they're barking at you all the time, right? Like, you know, and so. You you have to you have to listen to that boss voice because you the do. problem with the bitch voice, man, it knows all of our little you know all of our little weaknesses and it talks to us and nobody's gonna see you, no one's gonna see it. It's it's and the so, allure, uh, it's the allure. It's like, come on, you know you're tired. You could do it tomorrow. You, you've done this already before. You know the last time you did it, it didn't work out. So why are you gonna do this to yourself? And you're like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It's like, yes, I got it. And then you have the other one, like you said. It's like, no. No. <laughs> See, the other one's telling you you're 53 and you can't do an Ironman. So <laughs> and I and I say it, I say it to people. I go, that is what I want to do. Um, is it possible? Absolutely, it's possible. Absolutely, it's possible. Is it possible for me? I don't know, but I'm gonna try. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to do what's necessary and see, see where my body can take me. I have no idea. No idea. So but Rich, uh, Rich Hagater says, Hey, you can do an Ironman at 53. I'll mentor you through the process. Now, if you haven't, uh, you can go back on my podcast and listen to Rich's podcast with me. I will. This man, has, this man broke his neck, laid in bed. I'm damn near dead. And when you hear his story and he does this crazy, this crazy stuff like you do. Nice. So he's a good nice. one to go back and listen to I his will. story. Oh, and, thank uh, you, Rich. I will yeah. definitely reach yeah. Rich out. Rich Haggerty, he's, he's a good dude. 
Um, yes, those two voices just have to listen to the right one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. I guess I better be more PG. People might. <laughs> do you, Mark? Do you? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, listen, that voice comes to me all the time, right? And it, it, when I would went through 75 hard, oh, I tell everybody, have you done that yet? I'm going to do it. Jose oh, oh, okay. is doing one October 9th right. so, starting. So when I first did it, you know, that's how Jose started because he watched me. I did it twice, right? Okay. And he goes, he finally called me one day and I said, stop thinking about it, dude. Just shut your mouth and do it. I said, you don't want to give up the booze. That's what's up because you'd like to do your have a little bit of weekend drinking your beer and stuff like that. I said, that's a tough shut one. your mouth. Let's get to work. And uh, and so in the first couple of times now, I did it five times and I failed three and, and completed twice. Right. Okay. But I'm telling you, man, those those I cannot tell you how many times I laid in bed. I'm like, okay, I got my workout. Let me just give me 20 minutes. And then an hour goes by and you're like, oh, you know, no one's going to see if I work out. What's it? What's, I'll just say on the app that I did it. And then you can't live with yourself. Then you can't fall asleep. And so here I go rolling out to the freaking weight room that I set up outside so I can do my outside workout just to get it done. You know, it's just like sucks so bad. You, you know, know, and that's interesting that you, that you said that about you, you know, you can lie on social media. You can lie to people and tell people you did it. They'll accept it. They're like, oh, wow, that's awesome. You're this, you're that. But you know, you know if you did it. You know if you went through with something and you are honest with yourself. And then to live with that, to be like, dang, you know, like. Right. And isn't it worse when people go, I can't believe you went through that. That's so good. And inside yes. your head, you're like, oh, if you know what a little lying mm -hmm. sack of dog uh, mm -hmm. I was, man. It's Breaking so freeing just to be honest. <laughs> it's so freeing and light just to be honest. Well, when I when, when I failed, I saw, I told everybody, gosh, you know, one of my failures, I forgot. I fell asleep and didn't read. All oh. right. You have to read 10 pages every day. Yes. 10 pages is not, it's not rocket science. 10 pages. And the problem I found when, when I was going through this, it's a really a mental thing. It's not really as much physical as people think, even though it kind of sucks doing two workouts and, right. but you know, your workout can be walking, you know, walking, taking a walk and put your headphones on. That's your yes. outside workout, uh, getting a little cardio in and then, you know, lifting weights or whatever you're doing, jujitsu and, and all the stuff I did. But the, see, my biggest downfall is a gallon of water. I freaking, you know, if I could drink a gallon of coffee, it was great, but gallon of water was just, a, <laughs> it was huge, uh, for me to do. So I had to have a, I had to figure out a morning routine. And so here was my morning routine before I even brush my teeth. I would take uh, 20 ounces of water before the day started and I would drink that water. I would take this, uh, the, the picture that you have to take every day of yourself, you know, those suck. Uh, and then, and then I would read while I had my cup of coffee before I did anything. So I knocked out 20 ounces I took my picture and I read. And as soon as I started having a routine, yes. 75 hard became easier on the second time around. But you know what? Everybody's on board. You know, everybody wants to do it together. And then everybody quits about day 15. And then about day 50, this is what you hear. Oh, you're still doing that thing? That 75 uh, thing? Uh -huh. Right. <laughs> you're like, whatever, dude. It doesn't really matter. Uh, is it, it, I do what I do. And so, you know, you're in it, you're in it all by yourself. But if you have not done 75 hard, 75 hard will prepare you to be doing an Ironman.
because it's a mental game. It is definitely it is. a mental game. It is. You know, um, and 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 I've spoken to a couple of people about it. I had a friend of mine says, "Oh, that's such a gimmick. That's such, this, that, the other thing." And I'm like, "You could call it whatever you want." And everyone goes into it for different reasons. It could be weight loss. It could be, you know, and and it's challenging for, uh, to people for different reasons. This will be my first. Will I finish it? I have every intention of finishing it, but you just you just have to give it your all. I have no intention of not finishing it, but. For me, it's it's more of the mental discipline. That's why I'm going into it. And even the exercise, that for me, ironically, is the tough one for me because that's two 45-minute workouts, and I don't work out every single day. Uh-huh. I just don't. So I'm like, that's going to be hard. All right. Yeah. Let's do so, it. Now, see, now you got me. I, I told myself last time I did 75 hard. It was the hardest one I did, right? Um, and here's Jose. Here's Jose. <laughs> here's Jose. Speaking as we of talk, the as devil. We speak about the, we speak about the <laughs> devil and the devil pops in. Uh, and here's Addy again, too. To be self-honest is, is a doable act, but it's also a challenge. Honestly, yes. You know, true. That is true, Addy. Yes, I think that now that see now that you're you're thinking about this because I I've run seventy five hard through my through my mind here a little bit. Should I do it again? Should I do it again? Uh, and I said, well, you know, because I could do phase one, two, or three because that's what's next, right? You know, and and a lot of people you got to a lot of people do seventy five hard several times. Uh huh. Believe it or not, it's called the Live Hard program. It's not just seventy-five hard. It's a it's a year. And if you listen to Andy Frisella, he was a drinker, to. you know. And I like him, man. He's like no nonsense, no bullshit. He, yes. let, let, this is what it goes. But you know, he doesn't really drink anymore at all. And it's because of seventy-five hard. And if you live hard, the Live Hard program is really a year program. Seventy-five days is one, and then you got phase one. Yeah. But then you got to wait 30 days to do phase two, and it's done yeah. on purpose to see if any of your anything that you've done in those phases have you, you kept the habit uh-huh. or do you go back? You know what I mean? Right. So everybody finishes 75 hard, but do you do the live hard program? Do you go for a year now? So that one time where I did everything. I I I have I should really put some before and after pictures up of me because I've lost probably 145 pounds, 140 pounds, maybe. Wow. I, I was at a really bad place in 2019 when my son got married and I had had a blood clot scare. And then I saw pictures of myself at his wedding. I'm like, holy shit. What, what I, you know, and you don't, you know, when you're in it, you don't really know. Right. And uh-huh. I've just been always a big athlete. I've always been kind of a, one of these fat athletes that was able to just do athletic things, even though I was big. And so I was like, man, when I started 75 hard and then I found, found keto and I started really kind of putting that mindset together. But I will tell you this. Tell me this not true when you're doing your marathons. If you don't have a mental, if you have got to mentally have it to finish the race. Yes. Now, you have to mentally finish 75 hard. It's not an easy thing. It's it's people think is this, oh, there's only five things you have to do, even taking the. You have to be disciplined about how you're going to do your stuff. See, now that you now see now you got me all freaking hyped up now. I'm wondering <laughs> about doing it. Well, if I, I do know. it, if I do it, Ivy, you're going to do it. You're doing it with me. 
Well, I'm October 9th, Jose is, he's going to put together a group and it's accountability because mm -hmm. for him, he's just like, I've got, you know, added to weight and I need to do this and, but I don't want to do it alone. So I need to bring people with me to hold myself accountable. And that was an eye opener, even for me, because I do a lot of things and I post it online and I've, I've had Jose and other people say that I should, you know, have a group for, you know, just to help people kind of get motivated and exercise and things like that. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I do it for me. So I don't know if I want to like hold myself accountable to having to teach people how to like work out and exercise and all these things. So I'm like, I don't know. Um, but when he said that for whatever reason, I'm like, it makes so much sense. Eh, October 9th. So I'll tell you, I, and I tell people this. I said, hey, you want to have some fun, fun out, outdoor workouts with partners? Go find, go, go start doing pickleball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pickleball is a fun way of getting a 45 minute workout in like nothing, right? Like, like it's nothing. See, racquetball, I used to play racquetball competitively and I loved it, but it's an indoor sport. Yes. It's not, it doesn't count as an outdoor freaking activity. So it right, sucked. Right. And so, um, <laughs> Look at Nikki say, do it. Nikki, you do it with us. Nikki, you get on board with us. Let's go. She's probably like, you watch. Oh, I'm going to get everybody on this. Uh, I'm going to get everybody. Good, do it. We're going to do it. And, but you know what? And, and like I said before, it's different for different people. Why they, they even think about going into it. Of course, with, I've thought about it before when he's done it. I know Emilio has done it. Now I know you have done it. And then, but it got me excited. And I told that to uh, Jose, I said, you mentioning that I'm like, I'm like hyped up for it. Like I started listening to his interviews and all these things. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh, I got that in right. This is now permanently on YouTube. You say, let's do it. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be easy. It's not. And like I said, for me, ironically, the workout, it's like, <sighs> okay. Melissa Morales is on. Awesome. Hey, Melissa. But yeah, even reading, like you said. I guess one of the first uh, Yes, yes. And you just said that you just said, that. yeah, I did. He called me and I said, don't talk about it, dude. Just do it. I said, if you think about it, you're going to talk yourself right out of it. Just jump in it and, mm -hmm. and, and walk in and, and fail it. Now I'll tell you what I have done though. Both times that I failed in, in, I finished 75 hard though. I didn't fail and then just go, okay, right. I'm just not going to finish it. I finished it knowing on day 75 going, now you got another 15 days because you bitched out on, on one of these days. So, uh, you know, and awesome. I think Jose can help everybody with uh, also for um, um, <laughs> Nikki. Phase one is with cold showers, not 75 hard. First is not cold showers. Cold showers comes with phase one. So after 75 hard, that's something that's added to the uh, live hard. On phase one, you'll start cold showers and you do a little bit more. Uh, writing down your goals and what you want to accomplish for the day. So that's what, that's what that is. Yeah. Um, look, at Ophelia, look at, look at, we're, we went off on a tangent on 75 hard, right? Because see, that's the thing in everybody's mind go, I want to say I did 75 hard. I want to say, I did well, and that's it. And, and that's really it. And it's, you know, it's, it's easy even, even for me, but it's easy when you're on the couch and you're watching, you know, people work out or do a race and you're like, Oh man, I'm so excited. I'm going to do this. But then when you actually have to do it, 
you know, do the work. It's, it's not easy. So yeah, you have to, you have to mentally prepare. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yes. <laughs> you, you have to mentally prepare. And you just said, you just have to jump in and it's, it's, it just triggered a memory. So just this morning, I'm uh, going through just triathlon races, like different ones. And because, you know, there's different levels, there's sprint. I mean, there's, I think, five but the or six, but there's like four main ones. So it's sprint, Olympic, half Ironman and Ironman. Of course, there's ultra Ironmans, Deca Ironmans or whatever. That's that's for the the, the immortals. But for us mortals, it's four. <laughs> You know, and so I've done the sprint. So for me, that's kind of level one. And then the next one will be Olympic. So just this morning, I came across a race uh, because yesterday I was my next. Well, not the next, the Ironman, half Ironman that I wanted to do was close to me, about a half hour, 45 minutes in Atlantic City. So I have that in my mind. That's the one I'm going to do because it's close. I just found out yesterday they're not doing it anymore. Now it's going to be like in New York. And I'm like, ah, I'm not traveling three, four hours. So I'm like, okay. And then this morning I saw something that's probably three hours, but I would rather go to this place. It's in Cape May and it's jumping off. Speaking of jumping, jumping in, jumping off a ferry, 12 foot drop into the water and then doing it. And it's an Olympic. So I think... It's roughly about a mile uh, swim, a 23-mile bike ride, and then a five- or eight-mile run, something like that. So I'm like, like, I think I want to do it. Mind you, the water, the water is not my thing, man. I'm, I'm not a swimmer. I'm not a swimmer. I'm not a good swimmer yet. yet. Well, here's the thing. You may not be good, but you do. So, right. So there, there's a difference between what I can, what, what I'm good at and what, what I can still do. You know what I yes, mean? Absolutely. So it's, 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 uh, I, you know, I find that a lot of people, have that same kind of when it comes to either jujitsu class or uh krav maga or whatever we're teaching you know my tongue people have a, a tendency to say hey man i you know i can't do that until i get in shape instead of yes use it to get in shape what 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 do you, you can't you cannot bench press your way or run a marathon when someone's trying to choke you okay trying to choke the life out of you all the bench pressing and running uh on a track is not going to help you with that. Okay. You cannot bench press your way out of that. You have to get on the mat and you got to train your way out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, that's where, that's where people have to have to think, Hey man, uh, you know, I, I got to use this, to, uh, this for mindset now. And you have a really good mindset. I, I think that when you talk about it, I watch you, I, I watch you talk yourself into things is what we're doing. You, this is exactly what you're doing right now. I think I want to do that. Well, you've already talked yourself into doing it. You just haven't written it on the paper. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, you just haven't signed the uh, the agreement. I haven't registered yet. I just That's saw correct. it this morning. I got excited. Right. I got excited right. and I got scared. <laughs> right. That's right. Right. So imagine that, right? I got Okay. Not only do I hate water, but I got to jump into it from 12 feet. What the frick am I doing? <sighs> but I, I tell everybody this. Now, listen, you guys, everybody that's listening, you tell me this for, for real. I just had this talk with my students. We had a massive test here. We had 70 people testing. And I sat them all down at the group and I said, 
how many people got tapped out today and they raise their hand and I mean, how many people got hit today and, and how many people felt they wanted to fail halfway through, but here you are at the end with your belt and some of them had a nine hour test. Some had a three hour test for all, all the way up to nine hours, right? We, we go out throughout the whole day for this test. And I said, I want you to enjoy private victories. I want you to sit down and say to yourself, I accomplished something that nobody knows about today. And I said, public victories are great. When everybody's raw, raw on you, that's why the 75 Heart Accountable Group and I got this and everybody's super motivated. On, but by day seven, the quitters start, right? And they start dipping out and they start, you don't hear from them as much. So they don't have those private victories, those private victories. And, and I tell them this, I said, here's my private victory. I rely on my strength so much, you know, it was a God-given gift. But when somebody's just as strong as I am, my strength is weak because now I, I, I have an, uh, a worthy opponent that's just as worthy as I am in the strength department. So I've told myself, I don't care how many times I tap out or how many times I lose these matches. I am going to work on not muscling. I am going to work only on technique. So when you go with me, you are not going to, I'm not going to just like, and just bench you off me and stuff like that. I am going to sit and have this thing. And I remember the first week I did this man, I was tapped out so many times. And, you know, I've told you already how much I hate to lose. I hate losing more than I like winning. And so that was super mental for me. Super mental. And then week two, guess what? I didn't tap as many times. Mm. Week three, I hardly tapped at all. I didn't win yet, but I haven't tapped out yet. Right. So now I'm starting to kind of, by week four, I'm tapping and then and I, out, and then I'm tapping some people. And I'm like, and I remember sitting in that, and I told everybody there, I said, how many people have tapped me out in the last week? And you feel good about it. And, you know, I got a lot of, I got a lot of students raise their hand. I said, I was working on my private victory, guys. And I want to thank you for tapping me out because you allowed me to get to the next level I needed to get to. And that's the thing about private victories. And I think that when, when you when I, I see how you how you kind of inter interact in your mind and how you talk yourself into things, I think you got a lot of a lot of private victories for yourself. Just getting in the water, right, is one. Then then you swim. Now imagine the next private victory. What are you gonna say to yourself once you dive in and you hit it and then you take your last stroke of that? of that pool and you get out to the bike or, or the run, whatever you're doing next. Right. See, those are those private victories. And I tell everybody, I know it feels good to get patted on your back, but when you get to sit at home and you get to say, Hey, I leveled myself up today in my private and, and privately without anybody knowing what I was trying to work on. And I'm finally, I had this private victory and then I would walk and I would tell everybody, man, you sit in that and you enjoy that private victory because it, it is way better Huge. than public victories. Huge. And and I'm glad you brought that up because that for me has been something that uh, has been a challenge, you know, to kind of celebrate my wins. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't like to celebrate. I don't even think about it. It's kind of like the next, the next, the next. It's like, okay, great. I accomplished that and move on to the next one. And I don't give my up until now, give myself time to really just soak it in. Like, look at what you just did, you know, even with marathons in the past and just stuff. And I've had people tell me, you know, like you have to celebrate you, you know, and, and it was, it has been difficult. Uh, I'd say up until I would say this year, 
And I think it's just being part of community, being part of just, you know, you just have to be a community where everyone wants to see you rise and we all help each other, you know, rising tides lifts all boats kind of thing. And when you hear it over and over again, like not to say like you hear that you're amazing, but just it makes you realize that you've got a lot to offer. And I know for me, and I think it comes from, you know, my challenges as a child and just, you know, growing, I didn't have a lot of self esteem. I had a lot of confidence. I like doing triathlon, doing a marathon. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Like not a big deal, even though it's hard work, but to put myself out there is one that I didn't like to do last year. You know, I kind of, you know, did a lot of videos and things like that. I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to share maybe to help somebody, but I wasn't really, I didn't celebrate me and I'm, I'm quick to celebrate others. And, and I love encouraging others and I love lifting people up and I love validating people because I know that you can do it. I know that you can, if there's something on your heart and there's a pull, you can do it. You just need someone to help you kind of like, you know, get there, you know, mentally. And it's mostly mindset. So even for me, as much as I've done, I'm challenged. I'm challenged every single day in the physical aspect and the mental aspect, but it's just keep on going, keep on going. So yeah, celebrating the small wins and the victories privately, huge. And I've learned that. Hello at 53. I've learned that. You're <laughs> well, never too old to learn. Exactly. I, you know, and I talk about this a lot, you know, I'll tell you this story too, because I know that you've, you've been on stage speaking just a little bit, um, you know, uh, about, uh, yeah. um, look at Nikki. I she love loves Nikki. you. I know. I love her. Uh, see, I see. I'm not so intimidating. No. Everybody told me, see, Ivy was scared to have a, a talk with me because she said I'm intimidating with my big I did, tattoo. I, I was like, I can't talk to Mark. He intimidates me. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, I hear that so much. It's so funny. Uh, I can't get intimidating. I do. You do want me on your side if 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 shit hits the fan. I can oh, tell you yeah, that. Yeah, can <laughs> so, that. The so I was I was telling about these these private victories. Seventy five hard is going to give you a lot of those. All right, and then you know picking the right book and stuff like that yes. is is important because you know you're reading. Uh, I I found it. I used to fall asleep at the end of the day and I couldn't get these you know these ten pages and I'd have to reread. And so I made my morning routine way different, right? I mean, I got that stuff out of the way. And, uh, you know, um, Booker T. Washington, the, the uh, My Slave, I think that's the last book that I read on 75 Hard. Oh. Wow. That dude was like huh. the most amazing uh, African-American ever. You know what I mean? When when I was like, wow, I, I didn't know any of this kind of stuff and what it was like for them back in the day and what how, what the adversity he went past and ha where he became one of the best speakers ever, you know, and just mm. uh, thought the thought process in his day. Such a good book. So I think that reading is something that is is what helps keep your mind uh, good. Right. And, you know, the diet and all that kind of stuff, it, it is what it is. You're you're, you're going to get you're going to get a victory if you. Listen, if you'll know you did 75 hard, if you've uh, dropped some pounds yeah. and you've changed your mindset, if you haven't, you done, you, 
listen, I, I tell everybody this. I did a 75 hard. I got all my stuff in, but I phoned it in, man. It wasn't all in. I was just doing the stuff to get it done. Some little wussy ass walk around the block, you know, uh, pushing the weights, you know, like half assed, whatever it was. I did it. But I also knew even when I was done, I told everybody, yeah, I did it. You know, yeah, I lost a little bit of weight. But you let me know. tell you something. I was a wuss bag half the time. Right. So it, it was just it was just one of those things. So now that I got everybody all hyped up about it, Jose is going to be sending everybody out uh, <laughs> invites to the group. Now I can't. Now I'm in. OK, I can't be doing all this and then not do it. OK, so and I told myself I'm not doing 75 hard. I'll do phase one, two and three. But now I just got everybody hyped up. Now I got to do it. But let me tell you something. When I do it, y'all better come along because I ain't quitting. That's right. All right. Including you, Jose. <laughs> Including you. When I see you at these events and, and I see you, remember, you you put the booze in the cupboard and it's over. You don't get to drink none of it. That's okay. Right. You can have your little big cigars or whatever you, you smoke on, but uh, that's it. That's all you get. He does love his cigars. Yes, he does. I can't stand none of that stuff. Yeah. I, I just, I, I try. I, I just like, <laughs> You know, I just, I, I, you think I'm the man's man, right? I just can't do none of that stuff, right? I just, I just can't. I just don't, I just not my thing. But these guys enjoy it. They look all, you know, they, you know, he's got that, you know, that Cuban look to him. He's like this big cigars. He looks good. You know what I mean? He's got his little gold the, jacket, gold shoes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They call him the, the Guatemalan pit bull. <laughs> yes. So. Oh, Addy, I'm not included. She's already, <laughs> she tapped out. I'm out. <laughs> Not doing it. It's uh well, I look forward. Let's talk right behind you. Let's talk about your books real quick because we I think you are you in the last spiritual fitness. We did that together, did we not? Um, uh, no, I was in he just did his fourth um the okay. series. I'm in the second. This is the second. That's the second one. Okay. That's the second. Um, and then these are the two I did this year. So this one is Marion Pageant. You know Marion Pageant, she has yes. a series. Self-Empowerment, Reset Our Conversations with the Divine. And this one just came out. Uh, he's out of Canada, Robert J. Moore, Collaborate to Succeed. So just awesome. You know, just what people share. And I'm just, I'm really humbled by all the love that I get and you know, and, and like I've said before, like I could challenge myself. I have a lot of confidence in uh, more so in the sport. But when it comes to like me and putting myself out there, even though I'm putting myself out there, it's different. Uh, I, I, I That's my challenge. Like I, I'm challenged with my own self-worth. And even though I, I believe it, I know it, it, it there's still it still needs to be anchored some more. And I'm just humbled by all of this, like being asked to be a part of a book and share my story. And it's getting easier to share it um, because I understand that it's, it's important. And people, when I read people's stories, it like blows me away, like what people have gone through and I minimize what I've gone through. And I'm like, but okay. So I, I had breast cancer but someone else had stage four. Mine was caught early. I minimize it. You know, triathlon. Yeah, but it's not the Ironman. It's just a sprint. I minimize it. 
You know what I mean? Going to college. Yeah, I got a degree, but it's not this. It's just this. And I've, I've done that all my life. And I've, I've come to a point where like, I'm now verbalizing, like you're, you're pretty awesome. You know, like, and that took, I mean, I'm 53 and I'm just coming to that place where I can celebrate me and really look at my accolades and what I've done. And it's, it's not who I am. Cause I think who you are is how you treat people and just who you are as a human being. That's the stuff I've done, which is cool. But I think what I continue to challenge myself, it's just helping others see that they could go through stuff and still get through it and still, uh, you know, like achieve something greater that they never thought possible. Maybe it was something in their thought years ago of wanting, let's say it's a half marathon and it was a thought. And what I've learned is everything is created twice first and thought, and it could be just a, a just a split iota of a second. That thought came to you for good reason, because you're equipped to achieve it. That thought did not come to you because you can't achieve it. So whenever there's a thought of something that you want to do, that's kind of like, oh, can I do it? Like, oh, I don't know. Yes. Yes, you can. And it's paying attention to that and leaning into it. And it could take time for me. The thought of doing a triathlon was when I was 20. Uh, I completed my first two months shy of turning 53. It was three decades. I had something that held me back. I had the drinking that was more fun, you know, and I had a friend of mine asked me last year and she asked me, do you think that because you're not drinking anymore that you want to fill a void in your life? And that's why you do all these challenges and races. And I thought about it for a split second. I'm like, no. And that's the honest. I was honest with my answer, but it, I had to think about that. I was like, it just bothered me and nod at me. And I'm like, you know, the answer is still authentic. No, but because that vice is not in my life anymore, now I could step forward and start challenging myself in a way to see who I am and what I'm capable of to see the, the ivy that's supposed to emerge without that masking my thinking, my way of being, who is this person now that he, you know, put in me? I don't know that yet, but I'm doing this to find who she is. And I, and we were blessed with social media to do it. And I'm still finding myself. I'm still finding myself. I'm just not going to stop until I, there's just things still in my life that I have to work through. Um, and this is helping me. It's helping because I know it's all mental and you, this is 90%. And I know oh, that. Yes. And once you get through that, you can achieve anything, anything. So that's where I am. That's well, super powerful words. I think part of it is, I think a lot of people have what you talk about. Well, part of what you have is humility. So pretty humble person. So there's a difference between confidence, right, and self-esteem. Yes. You know, confidence, I carry myself, I'm very confident in where I'm comfortable, okay? Yes. So if you step up and learn a lot, 
you're gonna you're gonna I will raise you to another level that you never thought you can because I am so comfortable there. Yes. Right. So our confidence is through the roof. But I will tell you this: there's a lot of time in my head. I'm like, <clears throat> why does everybody follow me like this? I do not understand because I'm not the most athletic. I'm not the best martial artist in the world, but you're not going to beat my passion. I have a passion to be a teacher. And so you, 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 you might be able to outdo things, but you're not going to be able to teach me it. I can tell you that for a fact, you know, so this is where that is. And I, and I, so I tell a lot of my students, you have a lot of confidence in, in where you're, and, and that's why having testing in martial arts, you're way out of your element and you're in front of your instructors and you feel awkward and you have to test. That's why a lot of adults don't start. I said, you might be a black belt in your world, but you're a white belt in this world, right? And you got to be able to have the humility to put the white belt on in yes. order to get to where you want to go in this world. That'd be like me trying to step into your, your you know, you, you're a, a successful lawyer. That would be like me having to step into the courtroom as a white belt and try and talk to the judge. I don't even know what I'm freaking doing. You know, I, I it's. So when you think people the, do it. That's right. So, it, you know. When you come into this world, yes, you're strapping on a white belt, but that's that, that's what it is. It's like a clean slate. That's what the white means. It's you. It's pure. You you know you're learning something new. You're learning something, and you're correct. Even at 62, I'm 62 years old. I still learn, and I tell you this: I, these speaking competitions. I told you about them. That I struggle with them because, first of all, they're competitive, and I'm just super competitive. And then. I don't want to have the wrong mindset when I'm on there. I want to be able to praise my my peers that are out there and 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 they're telling their stories and not think about it so much as a as a competition. But I can tell you this, I'm confident on stage. But I also feel like uh I don't talk about too much of my accomplishments. You're never going to hear me. You'll never hear me say, "Oh, I'm the 8th uh, degree black belt or the uh, you know, I've got several black belts." I just don't do that. I don't really talk about it because first of all, it sounds so stupid to me. I was like, who really is an eight degree? Because everybody thinks eight degree black belt. Wow. Is this, you know, as like, I have magical powers. I tell everybody, I don't have no magical powers. I've been doing this freaking forever. Okay. Right. I said, it, it, you know, it's like work stops. You work, work, work. And number work stop, you're first degree. It works, work, work. Next stop is second degree. And then all of a sudden you're 40 years into doing something and you're you're an eight degree black belt. It's not like I can touch you and you're going to fall down uh, like uh, McDojo. Right. It, it, I said, I don't have magic powers. I've just been doing something for a long time. That's, you know what? Eight degree means I means I'm old. That's what it means. <laughs> and so, you know, I and I have this. So I don't really talk about it like I, I was talking to you yeah. about me getting yeah. some property. So when I'm up on stage. I, I, I sometimes forget the second part of my story. Hey, this mm -hmm. is me. I took a GED out of high school. I took some college. I couldn't stand it. I was a machinist for years. I was a pool man. Then I, I want, I got martial arts in my twenties and this is what I wanted to do. And, and I had roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And I, I, it was just like being in a fight and I, and I'm in the ring and, and every day I'm getting right cross left hook. Right. And I'm like, okay, well you can knock me down, but man, I, I said every round I'm coming back and every round I'm coming back stronger. And then finally I get the studio then I had to find a mentor because I didn't have squat know what I was doing from day one. Right. And I had this goal of having 100 black belts, but I never tell the second part of my story. Now I have 700 black belts. Mm -hmm. Now I have 
10, 10, 12 people that are students of mine that have their own schools that they have making their own living based on what I started in this. And I never tell anybody about my second part of my story. And I said, wow, I'm missing out the most thing because I felt like it was arrogant. I felt like I lost my humility when I start doing that. But it's the second part that people need to hear. This is where I was. I'm, I'm no different than you. I'm no, I'm not a magic thing. I just put my head down and I grind. And then sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. So either I'm, I'm, I'm figuring a way out or I'm tapping out and tapping out means you tap out, you assess, you learn and go. So this is where I was. So I, I think you have the same thing. Ivy, you super, you, you just have a, a humble I do. And I feel yourself. like I'm and getting so, emotional because I, I get it. I yeah. get it. It's not, it's not about me and all this stuff that I do. I think everything that I do and I push myself to do is to, to find me so I could be a better me so that I could, if it's that overflow, because I, if, if I'm not, you know, if I don't take care of me, I can't take care of others. I mean, you could try, but then you're just depleted. And I, I want to, I just want to shine, you know, but I don't want to just shine like, Oh, look at me. I want to shine so that you can shine, you know, but I still have to, you know, find my shine and I'm finding my shine so that others can, can, you know, it's almost like giving permission to others. Like you can do this too, you know, maybe not a triathlon. I mean, that's, that was placed on my heart. And I've had people say like, that is freaking awesome for you. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and that's great. You know? And there's things that people do that um, are fantastic, like even in this space and, you know, building and all these things like like Nikki Quest and Jose, you know, Escobar and you like all these things. And that's awesome. It's not what I want to do. So I had to learn that, you know, I had to understand that you got to you got to take care of you. And it's not selfish. It's so not selfish. You have to take care of you. You have to like fill your cup. You have to find within yourself what it is that you're good at and, and share that and show that. And when you continue to do that, there's a different side of you that comes out. Now you start to find your flow. Now you start to find, and it becomes like you, you know, eighth degree black belt. You don't have, you don't think about it because it's, it's all this time and effort and you've done all the do and, and now you're just here and you're just shining, you know? And I agree with that. I think that that is, <clears throat> that's been, uh, that's been a struggle for me on stage for sure. Sure. Uh, I can, I can coach one-on-one. -on -one. I can, I can take you to another level, but I do, and I've talked to Emilio and a lot of these guys, I do hate talking about myself, uh, you know, um, but I can't raise somebody else up if they didn't see just like, first of all, what a knothead I was, right, until I was 26 years old. Yeah. Then yeah. A, a very uh, intense, you know, intense marriage that ended in 20 years. Mm. And then I became a single dad that I raised my children. That's a whole nother level of of what that is. But you know what? Let me tell you this. Cause everybody's like, wow, you raise your, your kids. Yeah. I wasn't the weekend dad. I raised my kids, right? They live with me. I raised my kids. But let me tell you what that, let me tell you what that did for me. I've watched single moms now forever in mm -hmm. my school. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you something. I had an easier time being a single dad than I watched people being a single mom. Cause I can tell you, I had three boys. 
I, I had another son that I had that that I brought in when he was 12 years old. He's got a school out. You know, he's 40, 45 now, but he's out in, in Idaho. And I, I brought him in to raise. And then I have a little girl, a little daughter that's 22. Mm-hmm. So all my kids are grown, grown men and women now. But I raised them. But what that did, it didn't don't 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 put the pail on me. It gave me a little more respect for single moms because mm-hmm. I see their struggles. I didn't have the same struggles because my boys opened up, popped off to me. Man, I'll knock the shit out of you. Shut your mouth. You know what I mean? It was just having a man's authority uh, is different. You know, my my I, I watch boys push their moms buttons as a single mom. I, I see it every day, all the times why they bring them to martial arts, because, you know, either dad's absent or not there as much as they could be. And so, uh, you know, th- those were like in, in my life. Now, if I don't tell people these stories, then people are going to be like, I didn't know that about you, Mr. Cox. I didn't know that that happened to you. I didn't know that, you know, I was a, a straight A student. I was the president of student council in junior high school and private school from being the most popular kid to nobody in high school, had my jaw broken in, in, in two places and wired shut in high school because I took somebody's place on the football field and he sucker punched me. Uh, and then my, my high school days went down in the drain until I had to go to continuation school and take a GED out of high school, freaking hated high school, hated all this kind of stuff, but always had an entrepreneur spirit. And, and so I agree that you, you know, there's a part of, uh, of being humble, yeah. You can tell your story and still have humility in, yes. in, 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 in it. And this is something like you talk about, I'm 53, I'm 62, that I'm, I'm learning and going, <sighs> I'm not moving the audience the way I need to move them because I'm not telling, I'm not telling everything because I feel like I'm an arrogant piece of shit. You know what I mean? So, uh, and I don't want to do that. I just don't want to do that. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, I watch, you know, I, I think that you have that same spirit about yourself and, and, you know, you can see all these all these people that are watching you today and uh, and and that that love you, you know, whether it's your smile, whether it's your your short videos. That's what that's what catches me, by the way, when, when you're going live or I've, I, I've, you went live or something like that. I, I'll, let's hear what Ivy has to say today. <laughs> I, I think you were walking in the rain the other day when I was watching one of them. Right. You're it's like, well, it's raining out. Oh, that was this morning. Was that this morning? That was, was that this morning. morning? Yep. Was that this morning? Uh, so I saw it. I guess that's what I saw early. So like mm-hmm. I told you, I read a little bit. I still read and have a cup of coffee every day. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a I have a couple dogs. So my pit bull, you know, sits on my lap, Aww. and then uh, uh, and I drink coffee and I read the book and then I, I send my emails and then I head down here uh, on Mondays. At least that's that's what I do. So I did. I catch you on, on your live. I said, look at her. She's out there in the freaking rain today still getting after it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got it. Uh, I got it. I got it. Ready for, you know, one of the things I love about the triathlon, it's, it's a full body workout. It keeps me, you know, it keeps me moving. It keeps me active. And I tell people all the time, you want to get in shape, uh, register for something, you know, right. say you're going to do something. <laughs> well, you once you, that's correct. So register for 75 hard, everybody. Cause once you're uh-huh. on, you're going to have me on, uh, you're going to have me and I'm going to be right on your case in that in that little group because I just told Jose. I said you might as well just put me down now. Now that I now that I've spit it out there, uh, I, I can't be talking a big talk and then not doing not doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, and so I'm trying to think in my head as we're talking through this. I said, how do I make this different? I think I'm going to do some lives every day uh, during 75 hard, I and I'll talk about true. mindset a little bit, the mindset of a champion, what it took for me to to win world championships back in the day. You know, back in my heyday when I was a young dude. I, yeah. I, I got all these trophies, right? 
and nobody really gives a shit, but uh, I do. You know what I mean? Nobody, you know, when I, I won all these world championships, but who really cares outside of me? I only have a couple of trophies that really mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. But the mindset that it took me to get to those things and yes. some of the funny stories I had in competition where I have had competitors like when I was breaking bricks, he'd roll up. a. I, I made the cover of the back of a magazine. And so he, he, he rolls the, the back of the magazine up and he breaks some bricks with my face right i'll never forget this guy. that's funny right he's like i'm like oh i'm so gonna smoke you today uh for doing that oh i'm gonna smoke you you know it's funny stories that way of 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 competition rivals between each other yes yes um but uh you know and you have a lot of these these uh these gifts to share we didn't even get to to get into a lot more but I think I think that you have now. I don't know. Tell me about yourself. Tell me about your coaching. You know, we're we're, we're already approaching this hour. I, I knew this would go by quick, but tell me about what it is that you're looking for, and or, or do you have clients that you take on as a life coach? Let, let's talk about what you do, Ivy. There. Well, one of the things, uh, you know, especially in this online space, I have because um, I know some people are just kind of like at different levels. So I have this one. It's called Five Days to Jumpstart Your Health, and it's not necessarily a challenge. It's just really giving you the you know, mindset is the overall, that's the umbrella, you know, it's the umbrella. And it's the mindset about doing the little things. You know, one of the things that got me to where I am today, honestly, is doing two minutes. And this was a handful of years ago. And it was when I, after I listened to James Clear and Atomic Habits, and he talked about the two minute rule. And I remember one day I woke up and I thought, hmm, well, I could do two minutes. Now I've done marathons, but again, I don't work out every single day. So I'm like, what can I do? This was after I said, um, uh, no, no to drinking. What can I do to be consistent even on the days when I don't want to? And I was like, oh, I could do two minutes. And I did that like every single day for weeks and months until become became a habit. And then that led to other things. So it's little things like that. It's little things with nutrition and also triggers. What triggers people to be angry, to reach for the alcohol, to reach for the junk food and all these things. It's, it's noticing what you're noticing. So that's a little bit of that in the five day. And then, you know, like I have a 30 day that kind of goes in a little deeper. And I do have my 12 week dream builder program and that's what changed my life. So I kind of have to incorporate that. And it's, and it's like peeling back the layers. It's really, you know, coming to a place where you find out who you, the infinite side of who you are. And yeah, you know, at the level of fact, we're human and we have stuff and we have bills and we have challenges, but how do we get through it? You know, by realizing who we are, and, and so I have, I have that as well. So, and I take people through it and everybody's different. You go into these programs, whichever you want to do and you learn from it and you grow from it. And that's, and all I could do is share with you what I know, what I've done and, uh, and just help people see themselves more than what they see themselves. Mm-hmm. That's so, well, that's awesome because I think that now, do you have space? Uh, is it, is it mainly females that you work with? Or do you work with both? What's your, I work with both. Work I work with, with both. both. Yeah. I work with both. I mean, I like working with females, but you know, I, I find for whatever reason, I think it's because I didn't grow up with a dad. I have a softer spot in my heart for the men. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Cause I didn't have that, you know, the male figure in my life. I just didn't. Not in a positive way, anyway. See, that's just another. That's another element of 
of what what that is. And I think that, you know, you and men that are out there, how important you are to your children. I cannot uh, tell you that I'm glad I get to, you know, uh, be with my daughter and let her know. Even my even Ashley, who just got in the car accident, she's like my daughter, too. And we were talking one night in the hospital and we're, you know, she's talking about dating and stuff like that. And I said, you know, you've made some, um, let's say, poor choices. And then you didn't tell me about them. So uh, I said, uh, some of these men that you have um, may not make it to the next day if I if I find them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And she probably knows but, that. That's why she does the same. <laughs> that's of course she does. She's like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, I think this is what I think. If you're going to go after a man of character, ask him if he has the character that I carry. And if he carries my character, then you can bring him to me. If he doesn't, if he's missing one aspect of my character, then he's not the he's not the guy for you. Mm-hmm. I said, so put put your put your aspirations high. Don't 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 just take whatever. Okay, yeah. because. You know, first of all, guys are dirtbags and they have one thing on their mind and to find the golden nugget is, you know, you want to talk about peeling back layers, you know, men are hard enough to deal with because yeah. they, you know, there's, they've, they've got, they're, they're, they're internal unless you're a beta. And I said, you're not dating beta males. So that's not, a, that's not even a, a thought process. <laughs> I don't even know what a beta male is. Uh, I'm not one. I can tell you that. Okay. So, Enough said. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, we had, we have, we had some fun conversations about that, but I look so, man, I had such a good time with you this hour. It was, was uh, it was super powerful. So those that know, I will make sure to, by the end of day, I've also got some, I got this new AI and uh, I'll, I'll send you some gifts from me, uh, Ivy. Um, but this AI, what it's going to do is I'm going to put our uh, podcast in, and it's going to spit out, um, and it will have – even so, if, if you have to have your phone silent, it'll have the words also, so there's captions. And it's going to take about 20 or 30 of our clips and make them into 30 one-minute clips. And I will send you oh. as a gift all of those, and you can just put the ones that you That's see awesome. out there. It's, it's be, so it would be a nice little gift for you. I'll make sure That's that you awesome. get that. Thank you. you know, that uh, is what, a gift. Thank yeah, you. once the AI is done and you can, you know, you can pick and choose and put them out on your story and and stuff like that. So oh, it's so um cool. so cool. Thank it, you. That'd be yeah, that'd be a gift for me. And it, I, I this the hour for me was a gift. I, I knew I was going to enjoy this hour. Uh, I feel like uh, I'd like to do another one here in, in the future. I'd like to dabble in a little bit more. Yeah. Let's let's see if you're going to do 75 hard. Let's see if you dabble into it and let's see if you're going to jump off the ship and then let's come back and talk about it. Okay. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. <laughs> okay. So all you guys that were watching today at beyond the mat, I will have the audio portion of this at by end of day at some point. So you it, it's on YouTube now. So if you want to go on YouTube, you can go at beyond the mat uh, with Mark Cox on YouTube and you'll find it and you can share a YouTube. That's our video portion of it. The audio will be out. And you'll be able to find that on Apple, Spotify. I'm on on all the all the top podcasting uh, platforms. I really like audio. That's how I started my podcasting. But doing video is so easy these days. And then we get the audio from it from Streamyard. I'll download it. I'll edit it, and it'll be popped up on my um, in my Podbean. And then you can share out the audio portion. So when people are driving, they can hear and uh, our conversations and carry on. So it'd be a good day. I uh, listen, we had uh, a lot of listeners all, all this whole time. You can see how much you were loved just by how many people commented today. 
Like that. Um, wonderful. Let me see who else is this here. Ophelia said, thank you both. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, it's uh, you, you've been one of my one of my funnest guests. And I knew that was going to be the case. See, I'm not as intimidating as you thought. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. You know, now you're going to be one of those ones that. No, Mark Cox isn't really like that. He just looks intimidating. <laughs> I hear this all the time. I hear this all the time. It's so funny. I've told my mom, I'm like, Mom, I'm 62. Why is everybody still intimidated by me? Well, she goes, first of all, you don't look like you're 62. You don't look like the typical old man that walks down the street. That's true. And uh, I said, I said, well, you know, I've been lifting those weights since I was 12 years old. I guess, you know, that's another thing, you know, to be honest with you, when we were talking about self-esteem, I just felt like, man, I just need to be strong. You know, I, I just, you know, and as an older man, it's funny mm -hmm. as an older man, uh, I, I get more attention as an older man than I ever did as a young man. Isn't that weird? And when you don't want the attention is when you get it. It's so weird. Yeah. And it's, but, it's the way you carry yourself, you know, <laughs> when we're in, you just carry yourself in a way as we get older, it's kind of like, you know, this is me. This is who yeah. I am. <laughs> Even though it's still growing. I, I, I tell everybody that I said, you know, I used to think guys, you know, older men were just so kind of grumpy. Yeah. They're not grumpy. They just don't give, they don't care. They don't, they don't care. Exactly. They don't give two rats ass. I mean, it's just the way it is. So yeah. awesome hour today. Thank we're gonna you. we're gonna go out with our our uh, without a bang and then listen. Do me a favor too, Ivy. Send me any kind of links that you have to your coaching and everything you have. I want to make sure all that is on our on the on the final pages. I'll edit it onto YouTube too, where people can find you. Okay. It'll be on the audio because all all my podcasts are there forever, and all your bios and how people can reach out to you will be there. So you'll be able to share that out, and I'll make sure you get those gifts also. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Awesome time, Ivy. All my uh, all my listeners, man, I appreciate you guys. Lo love it. Like it. Subscribe and share. That's how podcasts grow. Just so you know, guys, podcasts don't share by how many downloads you have. They, they actually grow when you subscribe. The more subscribers you have, the more your podcast jumps up. So if you can do that for me, I'd appreciate it. Have a good day, everybody. You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, and coming at it from a real angle. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Instagram.